What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Work Rate Podcast. This is another delayed AEW in review because I had a birthday. Um, happy birthday. Yeah, happy birthday to me. So we're recording this uh, on the weekend instead of on the Thursday. Um, so if I'm a little rusty on what happened on the show, forgive me. That being said, we're kind of lucky because a lot of wrestling news has happened since then. Some <laughs> big, meaningful, I mean, not as earth-shaking as it would have been, but still big and profound and kind of fucked up. Well, not kind of fucked up, very fucked up news. Very fucked um, up, yeah. We got the word that fucking... Wall Street Journal, who I think were the first people to... Uh, yeah, they broke it the first time. Who yeah. broke it the first time, yeah. So they've, they're the ones who've been investigating this the longest. Vince McMahon officially is being... I don't know if he's being charged. I don't have the article up in front of me. I don't but, think he's been charged yet, but... But there's criminal investigation states. formally <laughs> out in the open that... For, Fucking tra- sex trafficking and rape. Yeah. Insane. Crazy. Like, sorry, I just ate a tater tot live on air. Um, <laughs> the, uh, like, we all knew, like, hey, he's probably done some scummy shit. We knew that he uh, had sort of pressured someone into giving him sex or mm-hmm. something like that. That's not... And that's not, like, a surprising thing to hear. No. But hearing that he was offering this woman up... I mean, sorry. We should say trigger warnings. Yes, for, for sure. Before. So, like, if you want to skip this, because I'm going to talk about it. Um, mm-hmm. If you want to skip it, skip it. It's fine. You can... You probably know what's going on anyways. Um <laughs> He was offering this woman up as, like, incentive for people to sign for, uh, specifically, Brock Lesnar. Mm-hmm. He offered this woman up as just, like, a fucking, like, a little bonus. Like, hey, you can have sex with this woman. Here's her number. And mm-hmm. apparently he did try, and it just it didn't happen or transpire. I don't know if it did happen. Who knows? Um, apparently Vince and Vince and at least John Laurinaitis, um, yeah, took turns just raping this woman, mm-hmm. um, on multiple occasions. Um, she worked for Vince. He pressured her. He said he would give her his job if he did this. He was texting her saying like, the only reason you're, you're getting this job is so that you can fuck me this and that. Like, it, like just mm-hmm. the most fucked up shit. And was like sending uh, sending pictures pictures of her out to different people, um, and uh, yeah, but yeah, apparently Brock is implicated. Apparently, there was uh, in the documents the investigation apparently that was done that was led by Stephanie McMahon was a sham. They didn't really do anything because I guess they mm-hmm. knew. Um, 
in my in my opinion this in my opinion this looks really bad for every top brass person in WWE mm-hmm. some people are like oh what are they going to do they couldn't force you can just go to the police is what you can do mm-hmm. you can just go to the police like there's always something you can do there's always like all all that had to happen here was a news article came out and now Vince McMahon has officially left WWE mm-hmm. that's all you yeah. had to do you were sitting there letting this poor woman letting this happen to this woman and i get it apparently this is a report unsubstantiated at this moment that the reason why Shane had a falling out was because of this that he tried mm-hmm. to stop it yeah, and left. That's the reason why Stephanie left is probably because of this. Like, okay, mm-hmm. don't leave and let this happen to these people. Yeah. Like, I understand leaving, but like, y- you all protected this man. This is all on you too. You all, they all knew. They all knew. There's no way they couldn't mm-hmm. know if he was sending, um, if he was using her as. Uh, it's like a an incentive for people to sign if he was sending the stuff out to Brock Lesnar if like there's no way these people didn't know and who that guy who uh he's wrestling in TNA now I think but he was in TNA and then he came to WWE and he was in that lunatic that like uh Eric Young yeah Eric Young when he left said I can't work for a man like Vince McMahon or like the people that are running mm-hmm. this place. And when this news hit, he's like basically tweeted out like fucking told you so. Yeah. I saw something I don't know if it's true or not, but Dolph Ziggler, who just recently signed with TNA during a Reddit Ask Me Anything the other day, said something about the whole like upper culture is like that in WWE. Yes, stuff, there it is. So. That's the thing. Like, these people know and they're just sort of like Oh, well, it's above my. I got like I understand maybe like some of the wrestlers, but then like don't be there, like don't resign. Mm-hmm. You got guys like Cena defending Vince. You got guys like Chris Jericho defending Vince. You have Brian Danielson who defended Vince. Like mm-hmm. they all knew how creepy he was, but they're all like, "Oh, he was good to me." Mm-hmm. And Chris Jericho, his defense. Before this happened, before this happened, so he's wrong now, or he was covering for him. Mm-hmm. Was that like, oh, yeah. like a, it was a consensual relationship between these people. Like people cheat all the time. Why are people trying to cancel him over this? I, he, he was just talking about power dynamics. Like it's fine, mm-hmm. blah blah blah. I mean, first of all, it's not fine because of power dynamics. Second of all, this yeah. is a rape. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it is. Yeah, it's I think just, this is a. Uh, a different person than the ones that happened like a year ago. I think because there's multiple. Well, that's the thing. Women. There's there's many there NDAs there's many over the years. Mm-hmm. This is one NDA. This is just one. Yeah. This is the one that he got caught with, and how he got caught is mm-hmm. so stupid. And it's kind of funny. Like it's so like I'm too big to fail. Bullshit. Mm-hmm. Is that um. He was supposed to be making multiple $1 million payments to her to shut her up. He made mm-hmm. one, and the money stopped coming. So she's like, well, fuck you. And she yeah. went to the press. 
Amazing. The fucking yeah. balls on that woman. Yeah. Like, yeah. that is... This is... It, that's unbelievable. <laughs> like, how he thought... He's like, I only have to pay her once. Fuck this lady. <laughs> like, <laughs> how he thinks that's going to uh, go well for him is beyond me. <laughs> I saw the national news here in the States was talking about it this morning. Even my local news station in Oklahoma city was talking about it. it. It's, it's, it's gotten big and I'm surprised Netflix hasn't issued a statement. I mean, they just signed him. So <laughs> yeah, after anything, is, but. it buried the Netflix, uh, Netflix scenario. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Netflix has got to be shitting bricks. Slim Jim has mm-hmm. pulled their sponsorship. Slim Jim dr- pulled. And they've been a sponsorship for WWE for since probably WWE bought WCW because they used to be a sponsor for WCW. Yeah, they're basically just the fucking the Macho Man guy, Macho Man people. Because mm-hmm. um, even when he, I swear, when he was in WCW, he uh, they were still doing Macho Man. Yep, because the whole Halloween Havoc in WCW was Slim Jim. But yeah, and other sponsors were pulling, and then last night it. I forget what time it was, but it broke that Vince had stepped down in quotations. I'm sure people in the TKO board forced him because it's not like Vince to just step down. They knew this because when this investigation happened, they knew they all knew this because they knew they knew what to bury. And they, they let him like, there are ways of putting pressure on board members there. Like if everyone, I don't know, you got you to do something. You can't just let a man who's been a rapist continue to be at the top of your company. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. If you do, like you're telling me that Triple H doesn't have power, that Nick Khan doesn't have power, that TKO didn't have power, mm-hmm. that the, no, you can force this man out. I'm sorry. I mean, obviously, sure. I don't know anything about these things, but, like, CEOs get booted out from their company all the time. Mm-hmm. It Not all makes the time, me wonder, it happens. Yeah, why, if that's why they brought The Rock in to the board of TKO, so he could be the... Because Vince was taking off creative and stuff, and he was just kind of, like, a figurehead there, you know, like, just to show up for things. Yeah. Vince McMahon's still there. But, like, but now it seems like... The, that's what The Rock's going to do. So I wonder if that's why they brought The Rock in. Well, here's the, this is what I'm saying. They knew. They absolutely <laughs> knew. Like, the onus is on them to get rid of him, not on Wall Street Journal to publish the article. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's fucked. I mean, yeah. he's, he's going to be lucky to not face criminal charges at this point. And I, mm-hmm. I would be worried if I were Triple H, if I were Stephanie um, Dunn, who just left two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, John Laurinaitis, what he's should be yeah, real. Bruce Pritchard, Rock I know him. And, yeah, Bruce Pritchard. He hasn't been named or anything, but him and Vince are super close. So yeah, the whole that the whole inner circle should be worried. Should be very worried. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, but yeah, and then Netflix deals fucking crazy out of nowhere too. Netflix has got to be mm-hmm. shitting bricks because this is not good press. The day after, they just paid, 
the day after they announced they paid five billion dollars for your show, all this breaks. And it's like, I don't know. I have to feel that like this isn't some website. This is fucking Wall Street Journal. They didn't plan it this way. If anything, WWE tried to get the sale done, or maybe tried to get the deal done before the Vince news. Yeah, maybe. Um, and yeah, and on the on the eve of Royal Rumble, which I will not be watching. Mm-hmm. Fuck that shit. I don't yeah. care. You guys toast that man. You guys toast that man. Mm-hmm. You 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 all knew. You all fucking knew. Yeah. I, I I don't believe it for a second. It's in the same building. Like he's at he was mm-hmm. at every taping. This was happening at tapings and shit, man. Yeah. Like he lived and breathed the yeah. wrestling business. Like he was there all the time. It was happening in front of people. Mm-hmm. By all accounts, it sounds like he was pretty brazen about it too. Like using mm-hmm. it as a way to sign Brock Lesnar, who we already know exposed himself because of the uh, the. Vice show. Yeah, because of the Vice show. So it should already be fuck Brock Lesnar, but people are just like, ah, mm-hmm. fuck it. People are like, ah, fuck it with Ric Flair too. Mm-hmm. Like, they said on the show, like, oh yeah, we all were raping. <laughs> but they said it on the fucking show. Yeah. Yeah, it was that episode too where RVD said that, like, don't uh, trust your favorite wrestlers because they're all freaks. So... <laughs> We got to take his his words into consideration more now. He was saying roofing was a practical joke amongst them. Yeah, mm-hmm. he was saying. Sorry, my volume went way down there. He was saying that the uh, roofing was a practical joke. That he was doing it all the time. That everybody was just like, like, oh yeah, we got a bunch of ladies drop these pills into everything. But oh, I mean, don't look into your favorites because they all did it. Like. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. why. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's why we gotta get <laughs> the the funny thing with the Bucks being like, "Oh, we gotta get this old guard out of here." Like, yeah, actually, <laughs> yeah, yeah, actually, I don't mm-hmm. necessarily think that the uh, that wrestlers that are around now are necessarily that much better. Because uh, I've heard from people that, like, like on the indies, you go back into the locker room, there's some shit going down. Not necessarily, like, fucking rapes, but, like, drugs and shit like that. Like, mm-hmm. It's there. Well, I mean, every once in a while you'll hear stories, like, of some of these stuff these wrestlers are doing even on the indie scene now. And well, the, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, uh, what's-his-face, the... Uh, the penis dude used to flip people with his wiener. Like, he got caught and then i saw a thing where he was like working at disney and people outed him to, well, to yeah, the disney, whole fucking disney speaking too. out movement was the indies right mm-hmm. yeah that was yeah, the indies especially in like england and stuff yeah, well, well, england got burned down to the fucking wick man <laughs> good lord <Yeah. laughs> um so yeah i'm still finding out like like realizing that I missed certain people that got called out in that. And like, Oh man, really? <laughs> like I liked him. I thought he got off, yeah. <laughs> but no, it's uh like, I think it was Trent Severn, Trent Seven, who I love. 
like, I'd, and for a while, I was like, "Oh, I'm so glad he's not part of that." No, he was in it. <laughs> I just oh, man, did. I, I just missed that. it. <laughs> like shit. Good thing he <laughs> only wrestled like one or two matches for AEW, and then he's gone. I don't know. I don't know what happened there, but I think he's an impact now. Yeah, it's uh, he's there now. But yeah, he was uh, mm-hmm. his wasn't that bad. But no, I mean, mm, depends if it was a minor. Anyways, there's something out there. That was a lot of that was a lot of the the Brit wrestling. Well, yeah, it's like these guys are they just prey on. They don't ask the age is essentially what they do, mm-hmm. and then it comes back to bite them. I don't mm-hmm. think they're actively looking for minors, but I think uh, I think they don't ask, and then when they do ask, it's mm-hmm. after the fact, and like, oopsie daisy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a yeah. Anywho, um, what else was there? Anything? But yeah, The Rock is now. He's the, on the board. On the board. I mean, I thought that was going to be the biggest news story was the Netflix deal, but. <laughs> well, that's what's so happened. crazy. It's like. The, the, this type of shit was happening a lot with uh, AEW, like before their pay-per-views, this shit would come out. Or not shit mm-hmm. would come out, CM Punk would just choke a motherfucker. Mm-hmm. But now it's this. Yeah. Uh, oh no, it's the, the, the Jericho thing. Which, uh, yeah. I mean, still fuck Jericho. Yeah. We'd, I think I, I saw that he's going to He's still showing up on TV too, which is weird. I, I figured they would have taken him off TV. F- it is so bold or- to have these people on TV. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So bold. I mean, we have Ric Flair, and it's like, oh my lord, oh my. We saw him trying to throw. Chops. And they've already had to edit his. Yeah, golly. Yeah. Look, they've already had to edit one of his rubbing promos. like suntan lotion <laughs> on the guy's chest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because I, I I remember when he first came in, we're like, well, as long as he, we don't want him there, but just hopefully he never gets in the ring. And then was it two weeks ago, he chopped Will Hobbs, and it was like the worst chop I've ever seen. It makes everyone look stupid, <laughs> is what it does. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I get it. Sting wants him there, which makes Sting look bad, in my opinion. Um, mm-hmm. And that's another one. That don't look into your favorites. I'm not saying anything about Sting, but I'm saying Sting was there with these guys. Well, yeah, I mean, he's admitted to like he's been on these planes the with Rick, where he's fucking whirly bird yeah. his dick around. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, saying, yeah. WWE oh, it's just had a Rick being Rick. Like okay, yeah. I was gonna say they they did like WWE in the old network days had this tales from the road, and it was like they do like cartoon reenactments. Of stuff, and they had one about Ric Flair, and they like jokingly talked about how he would like whip his thing out and spin it and stuff, and like all these wrestlers, like, oh yeah, that's just Rick being Rick, and then no, it's is a lot worse than him flashing his member to the other guys in the locker room, but yeah, Sting is in that cartoon. (laughs) He's one of the guys that are featured in that fucking Rick (laughs) fucking flashing people cartoon. He's right there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's uh, no, it's unfortunate because you'd think that like, okay, he's your friend, but like, have a little like foresight mm-hmm. in this. 
It's disappointing. Well, yeah. I also blame Andrade because it's his father-in-law. The report said that he wanted Ric Flair to be there, and then he left the company. So it's like, what the yeah. f- what the God hell, man? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck, man? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah. I guess we gotta we gotta talk a little bit about the show, which I do not remember. Yeah, it'll, it'll come back to me a bit. But if this website will work, I think my oh yeah, there was a few surpri- the There's a couple surprising matches. Oh, actually, no. The first match, the Penta versus Hangman match, was really good. This Hangman, yeah, that match was awesome. Yeah, well, it was fantastic. And yeah, this match was good. Of course, it's going to be good. Both these guys are awesome. Yeah, it was, it was the other. I liked because uh, uh, they've teased that the ratings are coming back. Mm-hmm. And so commentary's been putting it over all episode, talking about how um, you know every, every win matters again and stuff, which is cool. What was your surprise match? My surprise match was the Hardy match. Oh yeah, that match was good. Hardy he, versus fucking uh, last Swerve. Friday on Rip. That was Swerve. really good. Yeah, that match was good. Like Hart, mm-hmm. that was the best Hardy's looked in years. I was floored. They've been, um, like last Friday, him and Darby on Rampage had an awesome match. I mean, I mean of course Darby's going to bump like crazy for anyone, but yeah. But like on Twitter, Matt Hardy's been posting like him and Jeff have been like trying to lose weight and limber up and stuff. So I, I don't, I don't know if that's helping out or not, but I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm sure he's, I don't know who knows with him. You never know what type of shape he's mm-hmm. in, but yeah. I know like he, he had clearly lost it or lost a step, lost many steps mm-hmm. last time we saw him and he couldn't do what mm-hmm. he did before. And, because also because of his travel restrictions, and like he could only work certain mm-hmm. times, and people were down on his matches, he started really just working rampages for a while, and um, he and Matt were starting to complain yeah. a little bit. It was sort of like you made this bed, kind of thing. Like you fucked up. You got another DUI. Yeah. You went to rehab again. You fucking were terrible in one to two matches. Um, the Bucks had to carry them through yeah. the matches. But if he's going to be doing this, yeah, <laughs> if he's going to be doing this, you can put him on TV. It's like, yeah, if you're good, you can go on TV. If you mm-hmm. if you do what you were doing and you suck, you they can't. Yeah, but yeah, that match was very good. Yeah, we you just want to start from the top with Pin. Yeah, let's Hangman. Yeah, All right. Yeah, so this match was awesome as expected. Well, it, the whole show starts out with Samoa Joe coming out, talking about the rankings and stuff again, and then Hook comes out. Shakes Joe's hand and says, you may have beat me, but I'll see you again. And then Joe steps out of the ring and security comes in and Hook beats up security. Joe goes to commentary. Uh, I like on commentary when he says, who the hell raised that animal? And then Taz laughs. <laughs> nice touch. Uh, yeah, so we get 
the uh, Hangman Page versus Pinta, and it starts out with uh, Pinta doing his uh, Seattle Meadow, and then uh, Hangman says, "No, how about cowboy shit?" And then like they start five faces. Yeah, <laughs> but the fans didn't know he was going to do it, so they couldn't do it along with them. <laughs> so, <Yeah. laughs> so I think he thought the crowd was going to be. I was like, the crowd doesn't know you're going to do it, Hangman. Yeah, they they there was a cowboy shit chant afterwards, but they didn't say it. Which, for sure, yeah, they didn't know. For sure, it was a pretty what he was going to do. Crowd reaction. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is awesome though. I like the finish where Hangman goes for the buckshot, Pinta ducks it, so he hits him with a regular lariat. Then he runs back out, hits him with another buckshot. No, this Picks is good. The, the near falls are really good in this match mm-hmm. with uh, the yeah. the um what's it called uh, the Made in Japan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he does the Made in Japan really well. I love Penta's new spinning jackknife move Fucking, thing. Yeah, jackknife power slam, whatever it is. I don't know what it is. <laughs> yeah. It's good. Yeah, it's cool. Mm-hmm. I like it. Um, no, Penta looks awesome, man. Penta looks awesome. I, I do really <laughs> like, I loved having Joe on commentary. I honestly, I thought they could have kept Joe on commentary for the the other one as well. You'd have to bring him back out. So maybe That's I, thought, I thought he was going to be on. Yeah. Maybe for the whole show. I thought maybe he's going to be on commentary all night. Yeah, that's why I, I thought. think it would have been nice to have him on commentary show. all night. Because he's sort of like to yeah. the locker room. Show me what you got. Yeah, I'll be here. I'll be watching. I'll be here. I love the rankings. Yeah, are nice touch. If you're going to do <laughs> the rankings. Here's the thing. AEW was at their best when they were using the rankings effectively. Once they stopped Mm -hmm. using them effectively, they had to get rid of them. Yeah, for sure. And Yeah, so that's essentially what it was. And where the dark kind of hurt them there. The idea of having... Yeah, because you get guys like... You get guys, they're like 21 and 3 because they've only been on dark or something. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it helped in in the sense that when you do put a guy in cold into a big match, you're like, no, look at his record. He He's earned this. But then you mm-hmm. have guys who are on TV where they're not on TV every week, and they're only like 12 and 2 mm-hmm. or 12 yeah. and 3. So that's where the mm-hmm. discrepancy happens and where it kind of fall, fell apart. And it was it was at odds with the storylines they were running. I think a lot of it maybe had to do with injuries. Yeah. Where guys had good records, but they were getting leapfrogged by other people because for whatever reason they couldn't wrestle, blah, blah, blah. Um, mm-hmm. FTR, the big one was FTR never getting that title shot against the Bucks. Yeah. Which yeah. never, met, which never <laughs> yeah, actually they made any sense. They never, yeah, they should have... Like kayfabe it or something, where like you could purposely see the Bucks trying to duck him on TV. Or well, something. yeah, they that's just done something like that. That, ha- that happens in MMA all the time. Jo- John Jones, mm-hmm. the uh, light heavyweight champion, is or is the heavyweight champion? I don't know, but he's ducking um, this guy Aspinall right now, who is in in the UFC. He's ducking him. He wants to face this other guy. So what happened was. John Jones won the title, and then he was supposed to have a match with this other guy, but then he got hurt. Or they both got mm-hmm. hurt. I don't know. And then another guy had a match 
for the interim title, and he won it. So then he's like, okay, I want to face when John Jones comes back. I want to, I want to unify this so that we can, uh, like the interim guy, guy with the interim title gets has to face the other guy when he comes back from injury. But the guy came back from injury, and he's just saying no. So he's the champ, and you have the other interim champ, and the champ won't face the interim champ. It's like. Okay, like yeah, ducking happens in real life. They need to be doing this. Mm-hmm. Like it's a built-in storyline. Yeah. Do it, so then people can boo the Bucks. Be like, no, the Bucks are ducking. The Bucks are. Du-. That's a good storyline. Mm-hmm. It's right there. Yeah. And I guess uh, TK kind of saw that the real sports feel of the C of the C two or the C one, whatever the fuck they call it. Um, C two continental class. Yes. Oh, right. That's what they call it, the C2. Yeah, that the C2 was, um, people were into it. So it was like, okay, they like the sports mm-hmm. feel. So he brought back the rankings. And when the rankings are working well, they're great. Yeah, I hope they do a top 10 this time, because I feel like a well, top yeah, five. Top five is like, limited. okay, but who's below? Yeah. Or, yeah, do top, top 30. Have guys shift up and down all the time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can do whatever you want. <laughs> I love that shit. I love that. Uh, that was one of my favorite things of trying to manipulate in uh, the WWE game. I was trying to get mm-hmm. guys to like shift up and down. And when a guy gets a big loss, he can, despite his ranking, can drop down below a bunch of people. Like when mm-hmm. Hangman and Swerve eventually lose their shot to Joe, they can drop down. And then, I don't know, maybe Cole's ready then. Who knows? Yeah, or Wardlow. Yeah, maybe hope so. Because Wardlow mm-hmm. apparently is going for the title. Yeah. So after that match, we get a short segment with Orange Cassidy. He sets up a, I forget what he called it, the Juice, the OC Classic or something. It's a Fatal Four Way on Rampage, which happened last night when we were recording this, and it was uh, Commander won it. So it's Commander versus Orange Cassidy tonight on Collision. Ooh. Which, Great collision card tonight because they have that fucking cage match, right? Cage match, yeah, and we get uh, Brian Danielson versus uh, Blue Justice from Japan. Yes, so, which yes. is which is nuts. But yeah, this is a super stacked card. It it sucks. The show's going up against the Royal Rumble. But yeah. <laughs> uh, what can you do? I won't be able to watch any of them tonight. I'll I'll watch uh, Collision tomorrow. I watch yeah, it over I can't breakfast. Watch anything tonight either. Yes. As soon as we finish recording this, I got to go to a birthday party. So, but yeah. So then we go to commercial. Commercial. We get Nick or Nicholas and Matthew Jackson. Sorry, they said don't I call them it. by their passport I love names. Nicholas and Matthew no, Jackson. They're here. It's so good. They're the, <laughs> yeah, they're the only two remaining EVPs left. And they ask Marvez. They said we fixed catering. Uh, how did you like it? And he said it was good. And then um, is this when they ran into Top Flight and asked them for their credentials? Because trying to big bro top flight, top flight's like you hired us, which was made me laugh. And, and then, uh, well, that that's that a was, bold move a, from the Bucks mm-hmm. because, because white people asking black people for credentials is a is a thing is a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that happened to the Toronto I'm, Raptors uh, owner of the team of the manager of the team, when they won the championship, he came down onto the floor and he got checked by the security. Wow. 
<laughs> That's and he's like, I, and he's like, I'm the fucking president of the team, motherfucker. Get out of the way. And he shoved the cop and then got in trouble. But <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. Yeah. I'm sure they didn't mean it that way, but I, I get what well, you're saying. That but, people can perceive it that way. I th- but I think it's also a, it's an interesting way of healing it up, though. I don't, like, I think yeah. they would know, and I know Top Flight would know, um, the implications there mm-hmm. of being the shitty head of a company. Um, so, yeah, I don't, I, I just think it's a bold decision. I don't think that's a, <laughs> I was like, ooh, that's a swing. I kind of liked it, though. When you yeah. told me, I laughed. It's like, oh, man, they are putting mm-hmm. themselves out there with that one. They could get some people real mad about that. <laughs> some real heat. Yeah. And then so we go to Wardlow versus Trent, which I like this match a lot. They gave Trent was able to get a lot of offense on, but the big story coming out of this, for me and you at least, was I think we talked about it on the show, was that Wardlow brought back the killer knee move. Yeah, I think, was it was that the Dogs of War is what he called it before? I think so. I think. I fucking love that move. And to a guy that had neck fusion surgery. <laughs> yeah. Unreal. Yeah, just killed him. Yeah. That move is fu- Yeah, he needs that move. It's a brutal looking move. Yeah, I like it a lot. It's cool. I love the Powerbomb Symphony, but the. Yeah, but it's like that, everyone needs two moves. Killer. Everyone needs two moves. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Hold on, I'll wait some. Your dog trying to get in the room? Uh, wife came home from work. Ah, uh, yes. And so, uh, what was the next one? We got a video package with Adam Copeland and Minoru Suzuki. Crazy. Let me get what, yeah, this this match is happening. I loved the uh, next segment a lot where we get Tony Storm and Deanna Parrazzo. That's my segment of the night. Like, (laughs) even above any of the matches, which I said I really liked, I thought this, they need to do more of these face-to-face things on the ramp because this was really cool. (laughs) Like, you don't have to record them like how they used to do with uh, JR. Which was good. Those were good. But now you can get the fan reactions. Yeah. And uh, I think... And they, I liked uh, how they did the split screen. Yeah, I didn't Tony know Storm you could do that. Black that and was white. awesome. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> yeah. And uh, so we find out that they used to, or they, they used to be friends because they have matching tattoos on their ankle. and Yeah, they... Tony Storm, yeah, the way she says tattoo cracked me up. You could shove that tattoo out your bum hole. Yeah, she said... Uh, <laughs> Deanna said that they used to uh, they used to be at the dojos together, sleep on the dojo floor. Um, she had her crash. At, she had uh, Tony crash at her house when they were on the Indies. She said they were mm-hmm. on the road together. They do know each other. And she said, "You know how I know that you know me? Lift up your uh, lift up your skirt, and I'll, I'll tell you what. You're gonna have the same tattoo on your ankle as me." She lifted it up. Same tattoo. I saw someone mm-hmm. who's fucking Bully Ray. 
I'm going to light up Bully Ray here. Um, Bully Ray online said, How the fuck are we supposed to know what the fucking tattoos mean if you don't fucking... She literally just said that they fucking were in the dojos together and slept on the same floor. You idiot. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> God damn it, Bully. The meaning of the tattoo that's important. It's a, you know, when usually when people have matching tattoos, there's a, a shared history. That was, there. They trained together. <laughs> they were in the same dojo together, mm-hmm. sleeping on the same floor. That's... Like when people say like, oh yeah, we were in the army together and got the same tattoos. You don't, you're not like, what's the significance of the tattoo? We know. Yeah, exactly. We fucking know what the significance of the tattoo is. They served in the army together. What the fuck? What the fuck? Like they were in the same dojo together. What the fuck? What the fuck? You know. You know. Dummy. Yeah. Dummy Ray is his new name. Yeah. Well, that's I like the um, Wolf and then there's like a big yeah they start trying to brawl and Luther gets a pump kick to the face and Deanna gets to hold up the title just she looks good with the title but I doubt Tony's gonna lose it soon but I mean they could you know she just comes into the company and wins the title they'd be pretty big oh yeah so I guess this would be a decent time to talk about the other news which we did not talk about um, just more updates about uh, Monet and oh, yeah, Okada. And Okada. Um, apparently, there is there was a report from, or not a report, but SRS tweeted that um, he has asked people about negotiations with Monet and WWE, and the person said, um, "We are not talking to her because." We don't want to do any contract tampering. So, the, oh, mm-hmm. well, okay. That all but seals it, really, because she's. We know she's not with New Japan, and the rumors are that she's coming into AEW. So, that unless she's showing up to TNA, and I don't see that happening. I think it's very likely. I don't think they can afford her. <laughs> I, think I saw it's her very asking likely price that we see her at a pay per view because they're not going to want to try. They're not going to derail this storyline with uh, Diana mm-hmm. and Tony. They're going to wait. Yeah, I can see them do the thing like whoever wins at the pay per view, she comes out to challenge. Or uh, AEW has for a long time. Most of the time, they debut people on. Uh, on TV. Oftentimes they've debuted them mm-hmm. after a pay-per-view. So as like the next yeah. feud. Um, but this mm-hmm. is one thing that's good with it being the new year. Monet can come in and she's not like behind the eight ball on the rankings where she has to win yeah, like 12 can... matches to catch up. People only have mm-hmm. like one or two matches on her. So she can go out there be like, yeah, I'm challenging you. Sure, come here. Um, let's say I imagine Tony beats Diana, mm-hmm. especially if you're bringing in Monet. Um, I imagine Tony beats Diana. Then Monet comes in and then is like, "Okay, give me your give me your young lady. What's her name? Uh, Mariah mm-hmm. May. Let me face Mariah May. There's one and zero. Let me face this person. Mm-hmm. Two and zero. 
okay, now I'm coming for you. Yeah. That's how you do it. And then, um, <laughs> and the other one is Okada. Um, apparently, uh, people in WWE don't think there's been any traction there. Um, between him and WWE, um, there are people in AEW who believe he's coming in, but like they can't say. Um, they're saying it's going to happen fairly soon, both for both of them. If it is like no one's confirming it, but it's like this is how it sounded for every other person, every other big name who's come in, mm-hmm. very similar. Um, yeah, so uh, they might be doing. Trying to do, uh, what was it, All Out a few years ago? Where they brought in the three guys mm-hmm. on All Out? Yeah. Where they went bam, bam, bam. Mm-hmm. They might be trying to do that again. Because when I was AEW at its hottest was when they did that. Yeah. So what worked before? The fucking double head kick. Let's do mm-hmm. that again. Yeah. That's what I think is going to happen because I, I don't see there's no if they do it now it's kind of derailing a the the build for any of to the pay per view I think if they bring them out at the pay per view or as I said if Okada is involved with the Bucks then it makes sense. That's what I want to have. I want that. Awesome. I want him with a pencil mustache and a little fucking hat. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be so cool. All right. So next up, we got the match we kind of talked about earlier. We got Swerve Strickland versus Jeff Hardy. And this match was awesome. I like this match a lot. So good. Like, really good. Match of the show. And I did not think that was possible. And I did not think that was possible. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. I liked, um, yeah, Jeff didn't sing. Like his last few matches, you know, he's been kind of slow and messed up, but he didn't really seem to this time. At least I didn't catch anything. And um, I liked the I, my favorite spot of the match was when Hardy um, like cross bodied uh, Swerve over the guardrail. That was a lot of fun. And then uh, my wife just texted me to tell you happy birthday. So uh, happy birthday from. Thank you. And then, uh, <laughs> Thank you, Mrs. Hardcastle. <laughs> and Swerve also, yeah, Swerve also ate a, um, uh, uh, a twist of fate on the steps. Which yes, was gnarly. brutal. Here's the thing. Hardy was mm-hmm. hitting his moments, and he was playing heel, which I liked. He's been playing heel since yeah, the Derby if, match. Yeah, I was going to say, they've, the past few weeks, they've teamed him up with Jay Briscoe, too. To form a trios, I don't know if they've actually had a match yet, but they've been doing promos together. But when the Hardys have had matches, commentaries have been talking about how like we've kind of been seeing a little bit more mean streak between the Hardys. So I think they're doing like a slow heel turn. I think they're going to play into them complaining online into like a real thing to on or not a real thing, but a TV thing where they're like, "You guys are us," and you know they go heel, which is fine. It's something for them to do. <laughs> Sorry. The, bless you. I was trying to mute myself the, uh, before I sneezed. The, you could see me preparing. I was like, no, 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 no. Yeah. 
the damn uh, it, yeah, the <laughs> it. <laughs> it happens. The uh, ending of this match was cool, where Swerve hits Hardy with a rolling flatliner, then a deadlift delayed suplex into the Swerve Stomp. Of how Swerve just no, this this match is really well together. put together. I don't know if that's credit to Swerve or if Hardy's head's just back in it, or if his body's better now or what. But mm-hmm. this ma- this match was this match was killer. Hardy rolled back the clock a bit on this one, and I was happy to mm-hmm. see it. Yeah, and so right after the match, we get Renee talking to Hangman, and comes like, "Hey, I just won the match. Why are you interview- interviewing him? You should be interviewing." Him. So then it's announced that next week on Dynamite there is a, they call it a dealer's choice stipulation where each one get, gets to love it. name the other's po- opponent. So I don't know who Swerve will face, but I got a feeling Hangman's going to face probably Brian Cage. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I see that. Um, but yeah. who would I would it? say Swerve could face Keith Lee, but Keith Lee just has two surgeries, right. so I doubt it's going to be Keith Lee. Right, it won't be Keith Lee. Yeah, it's, it would Keith have Lee to be someone we haven't seen in a little yeah, bit, probably. <laughs> I don't know. Archer, mm-hmm. maybe. Actually, Archer would work. Storyline. Archer would be cool. It yeah, actually works storyline. He's been feuding with the rest of Mogul Embassy. Yeah. If you remember yeah. on the homecoming, Archer and the mm-hmm. Mogul Embassy got into it in their match. That makes a lot of sense. That'd be a fun match too. Yeah, it would be good. Sword wrestle and it, it's a big, a big like monster that, yeah. that he can overcome and people aren't gonna be mad. <laughs> exactly. Like that. That's his role. Yeah, that's a good idea. Hopefully Tony Khan's listening. And then <laughs> it's not, it's not listening. So next yeah, no, I know. <laughs> Next, we go to another match, which I thought was a lot of fun. Was Thunderosa versus Red Velvet? Good match. Good and, to see uh, Thunderosa back. Mm-hmm. This is a I like a a good striking opponent for Rosa because these ladies both know how to throw hands. Mm-hmm. Both of them have uh, have a foot in the uh, actual professional fighting realm. Yeah, R- Rosa did do MMA. Um, Red Velvet's, I think, either father or uncle was a boxer. Yeah, I've heard him talk about that. So they're both, they're both trained in that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This match is a lot of fun. Uh, I like Rosa's new move, even though it's, it's a lot of setup for it, the Tijuana bomb. It's like a, you think she's going for a crate of pile driver, but she turns into like a power bomb type move. I like that. I like the, I like lots of setup. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It builds it's the anticipation. Yeah. It, it, it allows you to do like New Japan esque, like fakes. Like, go for the mm-hmm. move. Oh, no. Yeah. She's going for this. Oh, no. They're going for this. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. And then back and forth. It allows for that. That's very true. But yeah, this match was good. Dunderosa, it's her second singles match because she just wrestled on Collision last weekend. So they're building her back up, which is good because she is one of their top. Uh, women's stars so absolutely and uh <laughs> i felt that the fans kind of did her dirty at one point yeah. maybe mm-hmm. that was her own doing we don't know well yeah i think it got out like they did that whole sandbagging thing mm-hmm. and stuff i think people people caught wind of that and that they got kind of upset with her mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. and it wouldn't be the f- wouldn't be the first time that uh mm-hmm. An accusation of that came out. If you remember the Evilise 
match, which would mm-hmm. I still to this day loved it, but it was because those ladies were shooting on each other. Yeah, they're just beating the hell out of each other. <laughs> they were just they were just having a fist fight on air. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was yeah. amazing. But apparently that came about because of Rosa sandbagging, I think, mm-hmm. in that match. And yeah. and I guess Ivelisse already not liking her, and then it just broke down. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah. No, so, solid. I, I, I love a women's division with Thunder Rosa in it at the top. Mm-hmm. It's good. Yeah. Yes, it's exciting, especially if they're bringing, if Mercedes does show up. Yes. Like, a lot of top talent. Well, and think this, of it. Tonight on think Collision, there's two women's matches, which is exciting whenever they do that. Oh, is there really? do it more. That's fun. Yeah, Wait Serena Deeb's making her return, and then somebody's facing Lady Frost. I don't remember. Okay. Who. Well, yeah, if you think of it like this, um, they have uh, Britt Baker, they have Thunder Rosa, they have um, Riho, they have potentially Monet, they have Deeb now back. They have Tony Storm. They have Deanna Perrazzo. Like, okay, you now legitimately have, and uh, Ruby in there, you now have one of the deeper women's divisions in the mm-hmm. world. It doesn't mm-hmm. take much to become, uh, to have one of the deeper women's divisions in the world, because... Let's be honest, the women's division in most companies are kind of shit. Mm-hmm. Um, like, even compared to WWE, like, they've got great talent, but there's not that many of them. Like, you see it when someone goes down yeah. with injury, you're like, oh shit, what do we do? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, but with so, everyone yeah. coming back from injury in AEW, we're like, oh shit, where do we put all these ladies? Yeah, hopefully Jamie Hayter comes back soon. Yeah, so hopefully the, they the start using, tonight, um, what's her name, uh, uh, Athena on uh, AW mm-hmm. a little more. Does she Is she still the champ? Yeah, she's, yeah, she's still the champ in Ring of God Honor. Damn it. She's like the only reason really to watch Ring of Honor, if I'm being honest. It's like she's like the only entertaining thing on there. I mean, it's it's not a terrible show, but, you know, she. she she's she's like, the main event she was always having, of that show. Mm-hmm. She's carrying yeah, She main evented the last pay-per-view. Yeah, but so the ladies' matches this weekend are Serena Deeb returns. She doesn't have an opponent. It'll just be a squash, I'm sure. And then yeah. it's Mariah May versus Lady Frost. So that'd be Ooh, fun. That match is going to bang. Mm-hmm. I'm, av- I'm actually really excited for Mariah May versus Lady Frost. Mm-hmm. Lady Frost's matches can are hit and miss for me. Also, I think Lady Frost is signed a ring. Signed a ring of honor, I believe. Okay, now I'm actually going to mute for a sneeze. Okay. So, I, I think she might be too, because she's been wrestling on there a lot. But on Dynamite next, we got Tony Schiavone in the ring, and he brings out Sting and Darby. And they basically talk about how uh, Sting wrestled a lot in Texas, and you know he's retiring soon, and they want to go out. Tag team champs, so they lay out the challenge to Big Bill and Ricky Starks, and then Sting uh, says uh, he's all in and does his Ow! his crow sting scream. And hey, honestly, I fucking love this. I love this. Yeah, <laughs> because it gives the Bucks the chance to go over Sting in his final match mm-hmm. to take the belt off him. That's it's yeah. so good. 
Mm-hmm. It's so good. And even during their promo, it, it cut to the Bucks, and they like they said something about, like, we're EVP in the hell out of this and, like, gave each other a high five, which was funny. <laughs> oh, yeah, like, for sure. They're going to give themselves the title match. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. And this is what I want. I told you this at the time. First, I said, mm-hmm. oh, you know what? The Bucks are definitely super kicking Ric Flair. And I was mm-hmm. like, that's kind of fun. But it, but what's even better is if the Bucks do the the, the uh, HBK Ric Flair, I'm sorry, spot to mm-hmm. sting in the match yeah. to win. Yeah. Would be even better. That'd be awesome. Would mm-hmm. be even better. The fucking heat that those guys would have for that. Like mm-hmm. both real like kayfabe heat and legitimate heat would be so worth it mm-hmm. would be so worth it and then maybe rick flair does come in and he eats a super kick yeah that's all i want from yeah, rick flair i just want i want him to be you just want to see him get beat up <laughs> yeah <laughs> or just to be the catalyst for a moment like that because mm-hmm. the i'm sorry thing doesn't work if rick's not there but if they have, but if they're uh, adamant that Ric Flair has to be there for Sting's last match to be in his corner for Sting's last match, which they which they said he's going to be, they should mm-hmm. do that spot because they do the super yeah. kick. Yeah, and their I mean, whole thing so is they super kick people when they're getting kicked out of things. Yeah, and then. I want At some point to, in the show, it cuts to Big Bill. I want them oh. to wrestle in suits. That'd be awesome. I want Bucks, white shirt, suspenders, slacks. <laughs> That'd be awesome. They That's what I that. want. I want them to look like IRS <laughs> mm-hmm. out there. That'd be funny. It's like little man buns and shit. Yeah. Please. Yeah. Please. Yeah. Give me Jehovah's Witness fucking... Young Bucks. Bucks. Yeah. At some point during the show after this, it cuts to Big Bill and Ricky Starks, and they accept. And so two weeks on Dynamite, we're having a tag team title match. Honestly, it's... This is a... Revolution could be the big relaunch sort of, like, upswing of AEW, potentially. Mm-hmm. Because that show's sold out. Yeah. Because of Sting. It's Sting's last match. So you have the sold-out show. You can bring in Monet. You can bring in Okada. And then it's like mm-hmm. fucking, okay, tilt that fucking, uh, the fucking needle to the fucking moon. Yeah. Potentially. Who knows? Because it's almost like at this point, wrestling fans have made up their mind with, what, with which program they like. And that's just the program they're going to mm-hmm. watch. Be damned of who shows up well, there. I mean, wrestling has ebbs and flows because WWE's in a hot period now. And I'm sure it'll die down in oh, for a sure. while, and then AEW like, will get hot again. This one thing that AEW could do, if there were people that liked AEW and they fell off a little bit, this could get them back. I don't think they're getting WWE fans mm-hmm, who sure. weren't watching AEW already. Like, I don't think... But they might pull over like new japan fans or they might pull mm-hmm. over yeah just some people who don't who like the work rate style like because the, mm-hmm. there are a few 
people who think that AEW has stumbled the mm-hmm. past year. Those are the people they can bring back. Yep, for sure. Like they can back, they can get back to where they were when Punk debuted, to when Adam Cole debuted, mm-hmm. and you know there's going to be a super hot product when Adam Cole's ready to go again. Oh yeah, because that storyline's going to go crazy. They got to protect that boy though. Mm-hmm. Fuck yeah. it. Protect Build him. him a suit of armor or something. Yeah, <laughs> like he's he's the golden goose in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Of the company, like he's like that's the guy who's going to be leading you, because he has the experience to lead you, and he's still kind of young. So like he can mm-hmm. like if Ricky Stark stays, that's a big if. Um, if Ricky Stark stays, like you don't necessarily want to lead with the young. I mean, you can lead with the young guys, but. Sometimes young guys falter when put in that position if there's not another guy with a little more experience to help have the matches mm-hmm. with. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like a Ricky like a Ricky Starks feud with Adam Cole's amazing. Like a fucking Ricky Starks with uh Jay White is amazing. A fucking mm-hmm. MJF with Cole's amazing. MJF with Ricky Starks. MJF like you get these you get these veterans to mix and match with the young guys, but like young veterans, Mm -hmm. like Jay White's a young vet. Adam Cole's a young vet. Like Adam Copeland, he ain't going to be here for more, for much more than another year. He's going to retire. Yeah. Uh, Danielson's going to retire. Kenny as greatest wrestler of all time. In my opinion, he's going to retire soon. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's, That's where that said. hook match was he important with, with Joe. Mm-hmm. Um, Joe's renaissance is helping. Joe looked like he could go yes. for another three or four years. Yeah, he does. It's kind of crazy. I love it. Like he's wrestling a like a brutal but safe style, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like he looks tough, but like he's not taking anything that's going to hurt him. Yeah. Like, it's the most dangerous thing is a tope. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's, uh, we're, oh, wait, we haven't even talked about the main event, have we? No, we've got a match before that, too, but. Goddamn. All right. It was, Brad, uh, rain me in, rain me in, Brad. Okay, it's fine. It's the, uh, it was a trios championship match. They claimed in Daddy Ass versus Mobile Embassy. Nothing, I mean, it's fine, but nothing crazy happened. They claimed Daddy Ass won. They came out with the guns because they formed their super group last Saturday on Collision. That's like the big story of it. Yeah. So it's the Bang Bang Scissor Gang. And I'm sure they'll, yeah, the Bullet Club's going to turn on them at, at some point. Yeah, it's going to be great. As of right now, it's, they're super over. The, like the Bullet Club, like they got a huge ovation whenever they came out. So that's good to see. Uh, but then we go to the main event, which uh, this was my match of the show. And, I put it on my match of the year list because it's still early, so a lot of matches are going to be on there that are just good. But uh, it's a match I never thought I'd see. I didn't even know I wanted to see, but it was Adam Copeland versus Minoru Suzuki. And it was cool seeing um, Adam Copeland wrestle a Suzuki-style match with a lot more strikes and submission holds. I love stuff. It. You don't see a lot of that out of out of Edge. and They beat the hell out of each other. There was like a spear through the guardrail and lots of strong-style spots, and crowd was going crazy. It was a good time. 
It was awesome, and uh, it it was a good finish. Um, I liked seeing uh, Suzuki not shake his hand because, like, yeah, yeah, Suzuki, it, like, he's honorable, but he's a heel. Mm-hmm. He's a heel. When he was in New Japan, he never played by the rules, not mm-hmm. once. Um, he's mad when he loses. When he loses, he fucking throws barricades around. Um, yeah, so I liked him walking out. I like Copeland being like, "I'd be, I'd be upset if he shook my hand." Mm-hmm. Was it was a nice yeah. touch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like the noise Suzuki made too when he went to shake his hand. Ah! Then, uh, <laughs> Is that like a video game? Funny. Yeah, <laughs> like a Street Fighter sound effect. Yeah, uh, uh, but and then it like Adam Copeland said something about. Um, I'm working and Christian's not. And it cuts to Christian backstage looking super pissed off, which is yeah, funny. Like, yeah, I'm doing what Christian said he was going to do when he got here, which was outwork <laughs> everybody. And he is. Uh, I saw some people saying they didn't like the name Cope Open. I actually kind of like it. I like it because it, if you know uh, Adam Copeland's style of humor, like his sense of humor, it fits perfectly. The Cope Open. They could have called it the Cope. The, the Cope yeah, people are coping. <laughs> people are coping over the cope open. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. so uh, I guess I want to stick to this thing which we were doing, which was talk about our uh, matches that we loved from the week. Mm-hmm. I guess matches that weren't on Dynamite, and I didn't really watch anything else other than Collision. So I'm going to talk. Just mention the two matches that I love: Queen Aminata versus Thunder Rosa. Fucking mm-hmm. banger of a match. So good. Yeah, I love uh, AEW commentary putting over Queen Aminata huge because she's great. That was another stellar match. You got two ladies who fucking throw hands. Mm-hmm. Fucking bangers with the strikes in that one. And then Garcia versus Buddy Matthews was fucking awesome. And because I had not been watching Collision, I had no idea that Garcia was aligning himself with FTR. Mm -hmm. That's so good, which is setting up the cage match tonight. Yeah. Which I won't be watching. I'll watch it tomorrow. Unless I find a stream tonight. It's our cage match. So I I don't know how that's going to work, like... But it's gonna be an awesome match. Well, it's it's gonna be like <laughs> a it's gonna be like a little mini um uh it's gonna be like a little war not war games blood or guts. it'll be like a elimination chamber kind of thing. So like, mm-hmm. if you get, I just mean like if you get Panther submitted, you're out. the door for the yeah that's, that's amazing. Garcia with FTR is fantastic. Mm-hmm. It's so good, yeah. and then you just have his little like cheering buddy. <laughs> It's just Matt Menard. Mm-hmm. He's basically yeah, he's just there to commentate his matches. Mm-hmm. Which, he's great at commentary. He's funny beat up by fun. Brody. Yeah, and get beat up by Brody King. Because that's usually what happens with the House of Black. Because Brody King beats up Matt Menard like, after the matches. Um, but yeah, this is great. I love this. I love this. Um, th- this is very good for him. I love this going forward. Well, because also, like, FTR was always kind of siding with uh, CM Punk. And then when CM Punk left, they sort of, they're, I don't know, they're good backup for, like, particular guys. Like, they're a good backup mm-hmm. for, um, what's his name? 
Briscoe when they're good backup for Garcia is like I don't know this is this is a good way to elevate Garcia mm-hmm. I feel like uh, any of the young guys who were in the C2 who didn't do particularly well that's sort of like a s- signifying that they're gonna like they see them as the uh, the future they clearly see mm-hmm. Garcia as the next Danielson So. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Last night on um, Rampage, uh, Mox wrestled um, Tiger style. I just forgot his Lee name. Moriarty. Lee Moriarty. And um, he went to shake, after the match, he went to shake his hands because he's aligned with um, Shane Taylor. Uh, Shane Taylor Productions. And uh, Shane Taylor uh, blindsided Mox when they went to shake hands. And then I liked Lee Moriarty saying, like, uh, you had your chance to get me in your group, but it's too late for that now. So well even done. To what, That's what, awesome. I, yeah. I have to go find that match now. I'm gonna, yeah. go, I'm gonna go find it. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Yeah. I'm gonna go do something illegal. I go do something illegal. Put on my put well, on my eye patch. There you go. Arr, matey. Arr. Well, while you go do that, I'm going to have to cut this short because I have to. Ah, well, you're not cutting anything short. It's over. We're done. That's true. We finished the show. Yeah. <laughs> Show's done. Bye. Goodbye. Show's done. Goodbye. Bye.